In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, Father Tom and Anthony. I want to tell you that the Lord's gift to us is great. It's been 38 years that we've been on the radio. 38 years, and it's all about Jesus. Not about me, not about Anthony. It's all about Jesus. 38 years. I had the experience of when I was a deacon that I wanted to be on the radio, not television, but on the radio. God had put it in my heart to be on the radio. And so in 1984, we started with WEZE, yes, and we have been proclaiming the Word of God, the person of Jesus for 38 years. So we want to thank you, God. We want to thank you for what you've given us. We want to thank the people that listen to us. We want to thank the people who send donations in so that we can pay our bills. We want to thank you, Jesus. It's all your work. Continue, Lord. Continue, Lord. Continue, Lord, in Jesus' name. Continue, Lord. I tell you, radio is a blessing uh, for people. I'm going to ask people who've never written to me to send a postcard. You've never contacted me. I'm not looking for your money. I'm looking that you're out there. Send a postcard to me at Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. That we know that you're out there. You don't have to send money. Just send a postcard. How do I have a postcard? Well, if you have a Christmas card, I uh, what I do is I take off the writing and I send the picture and I make it a postcard. People say you're cheap. Not cheap. That's what I do. Just the way I do it. So uh, you can do it that way. You can go to the post office and get a postcard. So write a postcard to me so that I know you're out there. And you don't even have to put your return address if you don't want, but just that you are out there and you're there praying with us, praying for us, that we would continue to preach the Word of God. I'm looking at Luke 8 or 9, verse 18. It's interesting. Once... When Jesus was praying alone, it's amazing. Luke always tells us that Jesus is praying. And only the disciples near him, he asked them, Who do the crowd say that I am? They answered, John the Baptist, others Elijah, and still one of the ancient prophets has arisen. And he said to them, Who do you say that I am? Peter answered, the Christ, the Messiah of God. It's the most important question that you'll ever answer. Who do you say Jesus is? Oh, he's a great teacher. He's much more than a great teacher.
Oh, he's a great prophet. He's much more than a great prophet. He's the Messiah. He's the Christ. He's the Anointed One. Yes. You say, well, you know what? Every religion has their heroes. We have Buddha. Now, I'll tell you, Buddha, on his deathbed, I've told you before, said, I still seek the truth. Jesus, on the night before he died, said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Who do you say Jesus is? M most important question. He is the Lord. He is true God and true man. He is the Son of God and the Son of Mary. Oh, yes. Jesus is the Lord. I remember teaching school, uh, and I said to the children, this is the most important question you'll ever answer. Who do you say that Jesus is? I told them. There were sixth graders. This would be the most important question you'll ever answer. I hope they've answered it. I hope they've answered it. If any sixth grade teachers or children that I had, listen to me, send me a postcard. I want to see that you're out there. What about Jules? Oh yeah, I, I told this story before. It's very interesting. My friend Jules were at Shaw's, and the Lord told him to give this man that worked there a rosary bead. So he went up to the man and said, I want to give you a rosary. The man said, listen, I'm Catholic. I don't want your rosary. So Jules walked away, and the Lord said again, give the man a rosary. So Jules said, I'll do it. And he said, I want to give you a rosary. He said, I told you, I do not want a rosary. And Jules said, this rosary was blessed by Father Tom DiLorenzo. And the man's eyes opened up. He says, he was my sixth grade teacher. And he took the rosary. We never know what's happening. We never know. That's why I want you to send a postcard. No money just a postcard. Now, the people who send money, you don't need to do that. I want to know people that we haven't even heard from ever and ever. Who do people say that Jesus is? We just woke up today so thankful. We were thanking God. I didn't know, but 38 years on the radio. And Father Tom still has, and this show still has many, many years to go. You know... Send Father Tom a postcard. Just bless him today. Pray for him. We just thank God for how many lives he's been able to touch through this radio ministry. You know, people tune in from all over the world to listen to Father from America, from all over the country, to all over Europe, to I'm sure all over the world. Now with the Internet, you can tune in to Father Tom anywhere. You know, the Lord has told us, that the next Father Tom wants, he wants Father Tom to start a podcast of this show so it can be tuned in anytime, anywhere. So, you know, the Lord's still expanding Father Tom and still growing this ministry. And, you know, he, wa he wants to hear from each and every one of you. 
You know, he wants to hear. We learn by testimony. So if your life has been touched by this ministry in any way, or Father Tom, please be generous. Send him a postcard. Let him know how. You know, it keeps him going. It's so good. The word for the, the the word from the Lord for us today was Thanksgiving. You know, we want to live in Thanksgiving to Jesus. What did He give you? He's given you eternal life. He's given you. I don't need to tell you. The Holy Spirit will show you right now. But of focusing on Thanksgiving today, how thankful we are to God, we can receive from heaven. You know, God has such a big plan for each and every one of us. We're all tied together through prayer. You know, you're tied into every person who's ever listened to this ministry or radio show or ever will. Every person who's ever prayed for Father Tom, because Father Tom has prayed for each and every one of you over these airwaves. And he, God honors Father Tom and his faithfulness, so he releases the anointing, the Holy Spirit, the love of God. All that is going to be released to you today, as it is every day. Like we always say, God is outside space and time. You know, God can send healing through the airways. He has. He sent salvation through the airways, and these are all for you. But you take a part in it when you pray or ties into Father Tom's ministry. You know, we're all in one body together. We all just play different parts. But God honors everything, everything you've ever done. The name of the broadcast is in season and out of season, of course. And the Lord showed me that whether I was in season, feeling up high, or out of season, feeling down low, that I had to preach the Word of God by the grace of God. And you know, many times I have come before this microphone and I didn't feel very good. And you know what? God used me anyway. My friends say, you know, when you don't feel good, you have the best homilies, you have the best sermons when you don't feel good. So it's the Lord that does these things. It's all the Lord, in season and out of season, when convenient and inconvenient, preach the Word of God. And I want to continue to do that. So keep me in your prayers that I would continue to do that. It's all about Jesus. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. I just heard uh, that there's a young woman who's pregnant, and today uh, I want to pray for her. She's pregnant and she's got the virus. So, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, heal Rachel. Don't let that virus touch her baby. Heal them both in the name of Jesus by the power of the blood. Heal them both that she would deliver this beautiful baby in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm reading verse 21 of chapter 9. He sternly ordered and commanded them not to tell anyone that he was the Christ, that he was the Messiah saying that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then he said to them, If any 
of you want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. What does it profit if a man gain the whole world but lose or forfeit himself or his soul? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words, of them the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory. I never want to be ashamed of Jesus. I never want to be ashamed of him. I want to tell everybody about him. I want to tell everybody that he is in love with them and that he has plans for them. I know I have the plans for you, plans to give you a future and a hope. Oh, yes, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Don't be ashamed of Jesus, because he'll be ashamed of you on the last day. Those who are ashamed of me and of my words, of them the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But truly I say to you, there are some standing here right now who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. That's what we want. I want to see the kingdom of God on this earth. And that's what God wants for you. You know, what? what is in the kingdom of God? Jesus went around preaching the kingdom of God. Like we said yesterday, in the kingdom of God, there is healings. There is love. There is miracles. You know, the kingdom of God is not a kingdom of this world. It's a kingdom of peace, of gratitude, of forgiveness, of loving those who hate you. You know, but in living within the kingdom of God is where we get graces from God, where you can start to receive the fruits of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. That's the kingdom of God. You know, the kingdom of God is something to be experienced. So, Lord, we just ask for a greater release of your kingdom on this earth. It's through loving our neighbor through that Jesus can be spread. You know, it's through doing the right thing, even in the hard times. But God is telling you, he's seen everything you've done for every person in your life. He's seen all the struggles you've been through, but stayed faithful to the Lord. He's seen the faith you've given him over this last year, these last two years, when the world's been in chaos, but you stayed in the vine and stayed in peace and stayed in Christ. When everyone's been going crazy, but because you have the love of God residing in your heart, you've been a safe haven for all of your neighbors, all of your friends. And even though you may have been persecuted, that comes with the kingdom of God. It means you have the glory of God on your life when you become persecuted for the gospel, for having the virtues of Jesus, for having the love of Jesus. So, Lord, I just ask for you to just release your kingdom even more.
release it in terms of sign, wonders, and miracles. You know, the kingdom of God is about virtue before miracles, but miracles follow when you have virtue. You know, and it's so the kingdom of God can be understood and expanded. So we ask for an expansion today, Lord. Just like you continue to expand in season and out of season, Father Tom's ministry, we ask for an expansion of your light in all of our lives. You know, if you are tuning in right now, God is touching you with an expansion of his love, of his glory, of his kingdom. The kingdom of God truly resides within you. The kingdom of God is inside of you. You know, you are created to live in an interior castle with the Lord. That no matter where, what's going on around you, outside of you, you reside in there. Jesus is in your heart. You can never be lonely when you have Jesus and you have an awareness to him. You have everything, everything you need for eternity, for peace, for love, for all things of the kingdom right within you. And God is just telling you, keep your awareness on me because through me, all things are possible and all joy will fill your soul. All things are possible through Jesus Christ. All things. I have been uh, writing with them to a man who has cancer, and I've been praying for him. He's supposed to call me up, and we're going to pray over the phone. These are the people that come to us, the people that are really having a difficult time. This man has six or seven children from the age of 4 to 20. And we don't want to see this man die. We want to see this man live, that Jesus will just heal this cancer. The doctors don't give him much hope. But you know what? The doctors have no idea. They do the best they can with what they have. They're still practicing. It's a practice. It's, that's They're doing the best they can. And I say, go to the doctors. But let's not stop with doctors. Let's stop with prayer, that God knows how to do things. Oh, yes, I told you yesterday that after 20 years, I found out that a man that I prayed with was healed of cancer of the bowel and the lungs. I found that 20 years later, and he's now got uh, the virus. So we prayed for him yesterday, and we pray again now. Heal him from this terrible virus. I had another uh, experience that we prayed for someone named Pat, and he had the virus, and he was very sick. And yesterday he got home. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for Pat. Thank you, Jesus, for what you do. Thank you, Jesus. Let's continue. Now, about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter, John, and James, and went up on a mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, 
talking to Jesus. Now, I'm going to tell you, Moses did not ascend into heaven. He went, he died at Mount Nebo and went to God. And Jesus is talking to someone that was dead. This is the saints. We can talk to the saints because they're not dead anymore. They're alive. Now, Elijah went to heaven. We know that. But Moses was not ascended into heaven. And Jesus is talking with Moses and Elijah. Why Moses and Elijah? Why not someone else? Moses represents the law. Elijah represents the prophets. He's talking about the law and the prophets. And Jesus is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, of his going to Jerusalem to die, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep. They're scared stiff. They, they since they had stayed awake, they saw the glory of God and two men who stood with Jesus. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tents, three booths, three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. He did not even know what he was saying. And while he was saying this, a cloud, the glory, came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my beloved, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent in those days. And he told them not to tell any of these things that they had seen. I tell you this moment that these apostles were scared stiff. They were in, the, they were in heaven. They're in heaven. They're speaking with Moses and Elijah, Jesus is. They're in heaven. So Peter says, let's build three booths. I tell you, this is in September, the Feast of Booths. Oh, yes. And now Jesus will die in April. Oh, yes. This is, a, this is what it's all about. Jesus came to die so that you and I would have life eternal. Jesus' baby Baby Jesus was the only baby that was born to die so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And that's the way it is. Do you have that life? Do you have it more abundantly? And Jesus, we want you to reside more abundantly within us. We want a more abundance of your light, a more abundance of your goodness, <clears throat> a more abundance of your kingdom within us. That we can be illuminated like Moses. Our face can glow. We can be transfigured. Do you know that Jesus wants to transfigure you in your life? He wants to transfigure every area of darkness or pain into glory and light. That Jesus wants to transfigure your life so it becomes marked in eternity. He wants you to be in a, a disciple and an apostle who walks in this world with power and joy and goodness and grace, that he has already deposited within you everything you'll ever need for miracles, 
for a good life, that he has every good deed you'll ever do written in a book, that he has your finances, your family, everything all figured out, that he's looking to move you from a place of belief to complete trust, where you know that everything that goes on, God has his hands in. You know, Thanksgiving's the word for today. The Lord wants to ask you, what are you thankful for? And he's telling you to feast your eyes in Thanksgiving upon me and every good thing I've done in your life. The Lord's saying he's moved angels, he's moving angels every day in your life, bringing people in your path, setting things up, protecting you from things. And he wants your awareness to be on the his angels and all of heaven and himself. He wants you to look up to heaven and focus on the glory of God, not on the news. You know, don't let them scare you stiff on the TV. Turn it off and just focus on Jesus and everything will work out. He'll work everything out for you. Lord, we just ask for you to just right now, the Lord is releasing his glory on this 38th anniversary of Father Tom. I see that he's healing migraines right now. He's healing the back of the necks. He's releasing the love of God. There's angels being released upon your car. The Lord's saying, just believe and focus on my goodness. Father, take him out with prayer. Thank you, God, for these 38 years that you have given us. We thank you, God, for your grace, for your care, for your provision. Oh, God, we thank you for the people who have given so that we can be on the air. Oh, God, touch them and manifest your glory to them. And we also thank you, Lord, that we're going to continue to preach the word of God one day at a time in the name of Jesus, for he is the Lord of heaven and earth. Don't forget to send me a postcard. Father Tom, Post Office Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season.